The judgy opinions expressed on this reality TV podcast are not backed up by any professional degrees. While Jamie and Jesse are experts in everything, they're certified in nothing. Comments made should be taken with a grain of salt, a glass of Pinot Grigio, and a sense of humor. Enjoy this episode of Judgy and Juryish. guys, Jamie and Jesse here for episode 14 of Judgy and Juryish. Welcome back, Jesse. How's it going? It's going. It's going good. It's uh, Memorial Day. Which you just got stuck in a gang of traffic trying to get <laughs> yeah. to my house. Yeah. It was like literally you know what like I could, an hour what late. What was fun though is that, um, that little, there's a little tiny part where the 405 transitions into the five and there's a tunnel. Yeah. I started the bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I was so proud of it. So there's like a little tiny tunnel that if like you, I, I pray that someone's when there's traffic, when you're going fast, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're it like doesn't matter. Blowing through the tunnel. Who yeah. cares? But like we were in traffic. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do it. And or, or I will respond to yeah. someone else's and no one was doing it. And we were crawling through and I went, <laughs> Did anybody finish it? Mom, what are you honking? I'm like, it's a song. Oh, yeah. And then I got it going. Yeah, yeah. dude, I'm the asshole who does that in that tunnel every single time. And it used to be for Stevie, but now it's literally just for me to see if somebody will finish it for me. I'm like, can I get a dun dun? (laughs) It's so. I don't know why it makes me like love humankind. Honestly, like it's like I love people. It just brings us closer together. I swear, oh. A honk sequence, yes, in a tunnel in yes. LA with it's strangers just like, and, and the cars next to you. Yes, I don't we know are why. All in this together, yes, we, yes. we will be all right. We're gonna make it through. <laughs> so. That's awesome. But anyways, yeah, it's like a great day. It's like a bonus family day for us. I got off work. I went into work for just like a little bit, but yeah. um. And you brought Mila with you. I brought you. Mila. That's yeah. So, so the girls get to play. So yeah. I know. So yeah, uh, yeah. Mila's here hanging with Stevie. Um, I have been, uh, working on my tan the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Now I know that sounds really, um, douchey or bougie, or whatever uh-huh. you say, but it really is. It's, I look at it like, cause I'm going to a wedding soon. Right. And the dress I'm wearing, like, I want to, ha- I want to be tan. Yeah. And, um, but it's almost like the, the, the regimen that you have to follow, like when you're getting ready for an event, you got to get your hair done, you get your nails did. I got to get a tan. Yeah. So Steve's just like, so what are you going to do today? I'm like, well, I'm going to lay in the pool. He's like, oh, you did that yesterday. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm building a base. Building a base. (laughs) So this girl can wear shorts and a tank top. Trust me, if I don't have my base, you don't want to see me in shorts or a tank top. I just told Oscar the other day, like um, last year because of quarantine, like um, we... We really followed it. Like we would go out twice a day and yeah. we would just go to like a park and whatever. But what we would do is like there's a point where we're on our – like we have a patio that the sun comes in at like um, like between two and four. Mm-hmm. And we would just like lay out there and get like some vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Vitamin D. But, <laughs> but um, it wasn't uh, – it's the bad sun though, I found out because one of the ladies that does my nails, yeah. she's an old grandma, like nail lady. She told me that the best vitamin D to actually get from the sun is before 10 a.m. So you should oh. be outside and getting that. And then from 10 a.m. to the end of the day or when the sun goes down, you should be like covered like Madonna or Gwen Damn. Stefani. Yeah. Well, I definitely did not follow that the no, last couple no, of days. We uh, are, but it's yeah. look, it's, hey, it's <laughs> hey. looking good. 
good. <laughs> I don't have almost a long ready to wear my dress. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Well, I didn't know that. Well, that's a really good tip. Yeah. And I usually do try to every summer I do lay out, you know, I get in my pool. Sorry, this chair I'm, you see I just tried short. to pop down and I was like, wait, that's not working for me. Um but every summer I do lay out in my pool because in my mind, that's what I have to do to right. wear shorts and yes. tank tops in the right. summer. Otherwise, I just don't even like to look right. at myself. But I am definitely sun blocking it up. I yes. am not a baby oil right. tanner that those days are gone yes. decades ago. Right. And by face, this this girl never sees sun. Right. Like th- oh, this is mine hasn't seen it since I was like 21 years old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, messing. I'm not <laughs> yeah. messing with this. Not with the face. Not with the face. <laughs> no, yeah. no moneymaker. Yes. <laughs> I uh, know we're podcasters. We have faces for podcasting. That's right. <laughs> faces only a mother can love. That's right. But uh, yeah, and then we had that um, graduation party yes. for Drew because so Drew amazing. just graduated from high school. That was a blast. Still uh, need to get my voice back oh, a little bit. Why was, were you? Well, I was partaking. Uh, were you rapping? I, wa- I, I wasn't rapping, oh. which is probably good for everybody else. Yeah. Bad for me because I love an opportunity <laughs> like, to rap. Just not on this yeah, night. Sure. Please no. My friends are here. <laughs> yeah. um, although that actually I did stay up late with Drew's friends. So I felt like a super cool mom. Okay. They included me. They oh. wanted me to stay up with them. We had very good conversation. And uh, yeah, so I guess I'm, you know, I actually oh, you've still made got it. it. No, oh, I really have made it. I don't mean to brag. <laughs> or, you know, be a one-upper with you, but I, I feel like I've made it. Yeah. So, all right, Jess. Okay. Let's get into a few hot topics. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're going to talk about Roni, Beverly Hills, and then Jersey. Jersey. And the end of Jersey. The end of the mm-hmm. the season finale. Not the season finale, but the part three part of the reunion. Two, part two. Oh, yeah. The Remember, two. Yeah, and the third. Confused. I know. You're right. Okay. Well, anyway. I wanted to bring up um, Caroline Manzo. So she and Dina, obviously, she and Dina Manzo from Jersey, they have not gotten along for a while. They're sisters. They're biological sisters. Biological right. sisters, but they have not been tight for a while. I don't think they're even on speaking terms. And as we talked about last episode, Dina's ex has now been indicted Jack on charges. Him. Yeah, for, for um, uh, holding... Uh, uh, false imprisonment and beating up Dina uh-huh. Manzo. So, but Caroline Manzo allegedly wrote a letter in to the judge in support of her brother-in-law, which is Dina Manzo's ex-husband, the one who's, you know, got the charges against him. She wrote a letter in support of him to get bail to the judge. And I mean, that it's like this guy allegedly, and now he's been charged, but allegedly Beat your sister. Yeah, like beat the beat, shit out of somebody. Yeah. Exactly. And her new, her fiance held her, you know, against her will. He's got mm-hmm. these serious charges against him. And now you've written a letter in support of him to get bail. So it is drama oh, on social yeah. media. And everybody's like, all right, we've revealed Caroline Manzo for the shitty sister that she is. And, and obviously we don't know the full story, but this right. does not look good. I know. I feel like I know of a, I know, like I know Caroline Manzo. I know her from watching her on Housewives yeah. for years. <clears throat> and it is shocking. I, but I do believe like the type of person she is, if she is doing this, she's really standing by it because she's, does what she believes. You know, she's yeah. kind of somebody who's like a woman of her word in yeah. a way. Very strong so, in her convictions. Yeah, so I, would, I wish that this is almost on the show so I could see like her part of like what she's, where is this coming from? Yes. I want to know the context because yeah. I take, my take on Caroline Manzo was always that, and, and Dina too, actually, mm-hmm. that they are vo- both very strong, strong down to earth, mm-hmm. practical, level-headed mm-hmm. women who think through their decisions. Right. And so I think there's more to it on Caroline's behalf. I mean, yes, I agree. It does not look good. And I 
probably would be very pissed off at my sister yeah. uh, if that were the case. But we don't know the full story, but something tells me there's more to it that Caroline Manzo would be able to tell her side and maybe we would understand more. But I, I don't know. I don't know. People are hate. She's getting a lot of shit oh, on social yeah. media, of course. Um, and um, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but uh, Kim Kardashian will not be representing you uh, anytime soon if you break the law because right. she did fail the baby bar. And I'm surprised. I am too. Watching that episode, like we talked about it. She studied forever. She wore a damn diaper while she took sure the, did. the test she took because she took it very seriously. And she felt like she passed it. And to be honest, like I've someone who's like, I've taken a test, um, you for, to get my like license for nursing. You, I, you always, I always felt like I failed it. Right. Like you just are, you try your best and you're hoping in that like multiple choice, whatever that you're picking. Cause it's always, there's multiple right answers. It's like the most right answer. Ugh, so it's very so tricky. Hard. Yeah. They have a course how you just like how you can take the test and so yeah. the bar i know and we know from um the orange oh the oc wives yeah um, remember her husband he's oh, taken the bar like two or three times yeah. i think at least two times and he's not passed and the thing is i don't think that says anything about his intelligence it no. truly just says more about the bar is so difficult. I want to say John F. Kennedy Jr. failed it three or four times. Wow. My mom did not pass the first time either. And it is, it is so difficult right. from everything that I hear. So I'm not coming down on Kim Kardashian, to no. be honest with you. I hope she continues yes, along this journey forward, because yes. I love that she's using her platform mm-hmm. to help people who've been wrongfully convicted. I, yes. I love that she's doing that. And she's oh my God, I would really it. love for her like this be, to be part of her evolution is to also be a lawyer. Like Absolutely. that would be like with everything else that she's like accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. So we'll see, I guess on the show, the most recent episode of the Kardashians that I watched, she's just kind of like pondering, is this worth it? Am I going to keep going? I think she'll end she up should. continuing yes. on. And, and her dad is kind of like in the back of her mind and she, you know, probably believes that her dad would yeah. love to see her finish. Now tell me, I could Google this, but what is the baby bar versus a bar? I wish I knew. Oh, I wish I knew. I you thought know, it was like a precursor. Like here, try well, this it test is. and see how you do. It is. Here's the thing that I don't know. I think I would have known the answer to this years ago when my yeah, mom was yeah. in her bar and, and studying for law school days. But I do remember the term baby bar coming up. And I don't know if it's mandatory. Oh, yeah. Like, do you have or, to take it? Yeah. Gosh, somebody who's uh, listening, yeah. hopefully it's who's like, an so attorney, yeah, yeah, to just kind of tell us, is this thing mandatory? I could have asked my mom, yeah. but of course I didn't. Um, okay. So, and I also wanted to mention that, so I'm watching, I just started binging uh, the real world homecoming. So it's the original cast of the real world. It's the New York cast. So it's Eric, niece, and um, Julie, and Heather, um, Kevin, and Heather. I freaking love Heather. Julie. Oh, you said Julie. Already. Yeah, I said Julie. There's Norman. Norman. And, that's and there's, right. There's there's the uh, Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's oh the uh, guitarist, the music guy with the long oh, yeah. Andre. 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 Very good. Yeah. 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 So um, it's very interesting. In a nutshell, I mean, I, I would recommend that you watch it whenever you have okay. time. It's very interesting to see where they are all now, but I have to say every single episode has mostly been around the drama involving race. Remember, Kevin has constantly, has mm-hmm. been talking about the issues with racism in our country since the real world. Oh, and he's still doing it day. now, oh, right. which mm-hmm. 
you know, obviously he was right. Yes. I mean, there's been an issue for a very long time. And people, he caught a lot of heat on the show back then because he was perceived as the loud, aggressive, angry, like aggressive the, like black the, those, man. Yeah, yes. those, like, uh, you know, triggering words. That, Absolutely. Like, right. And and you know what? It's like, gosh, you you, you have to understand his plight that, that he really has gone through it yes. for decades. He and um, uh, many people of color, and he's been advocating on their behalf for many years. And so the conversations are around that and things get heated because Kevin and Becky dredge up old drama because Kevin and Becky got into that it was like a very famous episode. Yes. Right? Like so, out on the sidewalk, they were like yelling at each other. In yeah. each other's face. And, right. and he got into it with Julie as well. And that got very oh, heated. Julie, yeah. Julie, it was yeah, Julie. That's right. And then, but Becky got involved too. But Becky yeah. got involved too. But, but Julie has, Julie is woke. Oh, okay. and so she's raising her teenage daughter, who I think is about to go off to college. She is very woke. Oh, like they okay. participate in rallies for people of color, LGBTQ plus. Like they're just very yeah. out there. I expect that from her because remember she had that episode where she like befriended the, the homeless, homeless woman lady. Yes, and slept with her. I mean. It was all. So, She's an empath. You yes, can tell. She's very empathetic, yeah. and so I love seeing what Julie, hearing what Julie has to say on the show. Now it is very apparent that she has educated herself. Yeah, uh, Becky. Not so much. I don't want to come down too hard on her, but there is some drama between her and Kevin, and it's apparent that she just hasn't progressed or evolved as much as Julie. Yeah. I guess I'll just put it that okay. way. Um, so that's that. And it's pretty interesting to watch. And I love them. Eric oh, has yeah. had a really crazy journey, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, over the last, what is it? 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So I know, when did, do you know the original year that it aired? Yeah. Was 90, it 91? 92? 92, 92, three ish. Okay. That right yeah. in that time okay. period when we were in junior high. Yeah. So, um, very interesting. The last thing I wanted to bring up Mm -hmm. is, um, you and I saw a clip and I first saw it on the, um, Real Housewives of New Jersey Obsessed Instagram page, which is at R-H-O-N-J Obsessed. Mm -hmm. I love that account. I know. He's so good. He's so great. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I saw it on there and he had posted a clip of a reality show that Jennifer Aiden from Jersey tried out for years ago and it's called, it was called New Money. And it's all about people flaunting their wealth. And it is the most cringy thing you have seen in your life. And she's like, I have all this real silver. And it shows Jennifer in a store. I'll take three of those, five of those, bag it up. Of course, I'll take this. I don't have a spending limit. And it's just so cringy. And of course, these things always come back to haunt you. Yeah. But it's not a shocker. It's almost like just true to who she is. She's still that person. That is her. Who storyline like know. that is her she it's, it's in her tagline right. it's just it's so cringy but yeah that show obviously never went anywhere no so um all right let's okay. get into new Roni. york Roni. and i had to show jamie i have oh my show notes. notes oh yeah please. but i do <laughs> i was at work oh you can't even see it if you go closer maybe mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh there's jesse's nose and then there's my poil bowl in the back <laughs> I was like feverishly like, 
at work, like you have like 20 minutes to like just watch like a portion of yes. it, and I'm like eating and writing stuff down and trying uh. to pay attention, and like, <laughs> oh. and my so chicken guys, scratch. This, this is real work. Oh my this god, this is work. I mean, we and trying are to really, fit this yeah. into our lives is very difficult, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's fun. It's it just, is. It's, oh it's, yeah. It can be difficult. I mean, come on, come on. Um, okay, so Roni and we are talking about it's season 13, episode four. Mm-hmm. Ramona and Sonia. It's back at the dinner table. Right. They are, are to be continued, and now we're back at dinner. Right. Yes. They had a crazy yelling match. Sonia shit faced. Sonia shit faced. And Ramona gets up from the table. She's blaming it on alcohol, right. which she is correct. Right. Uh, Sonia shit faced. And let's remind everybody they were arguing over well, intre- mortgage interest rate rates. JP Morgan Chase JP, yeah, Chase. versus Wells Fargo. Ding, ding. <laughs> Let the match begin. <laughs> Like only on the New York cast, this would happen. I know. Um, But Sonia at one point yells to Ramona, you don't even have Mario. Like she's just trying to like take a dig and she's just wasted. But, um, and Luann walks out and she breaks down crying. Right. Like it's just too much for her. Well, it's seeing Sonia that intoxicated, that inebriated, that out of control was too much for her. But at first Ramona was like, Ramona gets heated before she, she brings it back down. Yeah. She's like, What's wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> Do you see that? She's like pointing her finger at her. Yes. And she's like, get real. Yeah. So There's Ramona yeah. definitely was yelling back at, uh, and I can't remember who reeled Ramona in. Was it Ebony? No. Well, no. Or Ebony Luann. was eating her steak. Oh, she was just still eating. She was like, okay, God. I'm going to well, keep eating. She said a bitch eats. Luann bitch from poops. the other side of the table was like, like, yeah, stop. like you, you're not going to get anywhere with this person because she's completely like three sheets to the wind. Like she doesn't even know what she's saying. Yeah. There's no stop arguing right. at her and with her because right. it's just not going to go anywhere. So Luann walks outside. She breaks down crying. She's like, I just can't be around it, you know, which I understand. She was totally triggered. She leaves the scene and then it cuts to the next morning and Luann's spinning a baton. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Where what's going could, on here. Where'd you get the baton? That's right. But it right. did remind me that you and I were never in color guard, but somehow we got our hands on oh, one of those wooden guns. rifles yes. and we would spin them in your backyard and, and wherever. launch them like literally like 30 feet in, in the, the air. air. Yeah. And I always felt like we were like, oh, we're pretty cool. And do you remember we used to also do with PVC piping? Yes. Yeah. But it didn't spin as well. No, it was that's like right. Awkward. But yeah. we would just try to spin yeah. anything we could. But we were like, not on any kind of color guard. Were you? No. Oh, you no. were a cheerleader, yeah, but we weren't on any off. kind of any. Yeah. <laughs> we're fighting Ooh, in gosh. your uniform. Uh, <laughs> was it? Oh, see episode one That's for right. that story. Reference see episode one for that story. That's right. Um, and then Ebony's on the phone with her mom and they are discussing Ebony's grandmother. So her mom's mother, who's kind of, you know, she's, she's not doing well. She's aging and, and it might time soon. Her time might be up soon. And the mom basically says to Ebony, she says, I'd rather have it that you killed mama than me. Yeah. And Ebony's like, you gotta Thanks, watch you know, my yeah. mom. She is sneaky. Like, I love my mom, but she's sneaky. Yeah. And like, basically, Ebony's mom like, yeah, I yeah, want I'm that shit on my conscience. Yeah, Can right. you handle this shit? Ebony's like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> I know. Um, and then Ramona and Sonia are in bed and they have a moment to kind of talk about the craziness of the night before and the argument. And Sonia at one point says to Ramona, well, you're affecting my daughter's future, essentially saying you're steering business toward the competition. And I my think daughter- J.P. Morgan is doing just damn fine. And I think your daughter's going to be yeah. just fine. <laughs> Trust me. 
Ebony. I mean, like Ebony can get her mortgage wherever she wants, right. and her daughter will be right. It's not like her dad just opened a Subway sandwich, for, you know, shop, you know, whatever, and like is somehow, you know, it's yes, it's J.P. Morgan, like yes. He's the mortgage. You're She's good. The mortgage. Yeah, it's going to be okay. One of, if not the largest like right. financial institution out there. I think you're going <laughs> to be yeah. fine without Ebony's mortgage. Right, okay? right. <laughs> Ebony, Ebony's going to cause... With your bank. It, literally, Ebony's mortgage is going to cause uh, Sonia's daughter to be on the streets. Right. No food to right. eat, no AC, right. no right. nothing. Oh, oh my God! What was what, who said homelesser? Yeah, oh, like homeless. The homeless are getting homelesser. homelesser. Yeah, that we was don't want so. Her yeah, to be like that. I don't want her to yeah. get homelesser. No. Bed Bath and Beyond is back with more to choose from than ever before. At the new Bed Bath and Beyond, you'll find all the products and brands you love, along with a huge new selection of furniture, decor, and everything else you need to create the home of your dreams. All in one amazing online store. Download our new app and save even more with exclusive deals and offers. Plus, get free shipping right to your front door. Welcome to a bigger, better beyond. And then Ramona, of course, is barking orders at Michelle, but at least she gets her name right this time. Right. And Michelle is the hospitality director, yes. like her, helping her with her party or, or whatever. Yes. Yes. And she's barking orders at her as she does. And then Ramona ends up talking to Lou kind of in private about Sonia. Well, they're out in the open. Right. And they're having a conversation about Sonia and just kind of saying like, you know, I'm worried about Sonia, this, this, and this. Leah walks up innocently and Ramona stops talking. Yeah. Basically snubbing out Leah like, bitch, I don't want you here. She's like, can you, can you go? Like, yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, so shoo, in Ramona shoo, shoo. fashion, yeah, she yeah. kind of essentially yeah. shoes Leah away. Right. And, and honestly, I understood Leah in this moment. I would go off the rail. Like nobody wants to be treated like a piece of shit. Right. And it really Ramona in that moment, in my opinion, there's a different way she could have handled it. Yeah. And but also, it's Ramona. I mean, and it's Ramona. She doesn't. She, she's not someone's like, oh, sorry. You know, listen, we are having yeah. a private I'll tell you about it in a second. Like she could have like made it a little bit. And she's just like, it's like, stop. Like, yes. And here. also they're all friends and they're all on the same girls trip together. Like right. why not just kind of like, oh, hey, we were just kind of catch. I was catching Lou up on Sonia. Right. We were just kind of bring her into the conversation. Right. And if she doesn't want to say anything private after that point, she can keep it, you know, very right. surfacey. But Leah's not having it. No. Leah's fucking pissed. She's, she has hit her limit with Ramona. And basically Leah goes right up to the hospitality director, Michelle, says, I don't know how you work for Ramona. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Leah's very emotionally labile. Yes. I love it though. I think it's her like sobriety because you got, you start to feel everything. Absolutely. I don't know why, but I love it. it does not bother me at all. Oh no, I was not bothered by no. her at all. No. First off, Ramona is a fucking bitch. Right. I, she yeah. really is. And it is okay to call her out on it. Yes. And she was rude to Leah. She treated, and yeah, she was just rude to her guests. Yes. Like there's another way she oh, could God. have yeah. handled it. And Leah just continues to go off. She's just like, you're so rude. You're so fucking fake. Da 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 da. And, um, and then, Garth shows up. Right. And uh, so it, so Garth is Luann's new boyfriend right. and he shows up and it cuts to the confessional with Sonia. And Sonia's like, I'm happy for Luann. I'm so glad she's, she's found true love or a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> she always has to like throw something to like minimize it a little yes, bit. Yes. And he's like at the doorway and they're like hugging and he's like seven feet tall because Luann is 
huge. Yeah, she's very tall. And um, and Sonia's like saying hi from like up on the over the walkway, like yeah, you know, on the, the second, staircase. the second, yeah, the yeah. second story. And she's like, and we can like Luann tells uh, Ramona. Son, Ramo- oh, no, Sonia, Sonia, I can see we and we can see up your rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her first time meeting Garth, and he can Sonya see right up her rope. Oh, and that no. is so on brand for oh, Sonia yes. to be showing her vagina when <laughs> right. she first meets a dude. It's yeah. totally but fine. Completely oblivious to oh, it. Oh, of know? course. Well, she's still in a haze from the night before, <laughs> oh, dude. She's got to be hungry. I would right. legitimately need like twenty IV bags with tons of electrolytes, and I don't even know oh, what yeah. else. Um, and then Ebony is in glam getting ready for she, their. She uh, for she avoid does not want to work out. She's like, yes. I'll get mine later. You're right. I'm going to go get my glam. But she's right. smart. I mean, it's like, that's, you know, she's uh, not going to. She's she's on vacation. Like, yeah, what the hell does she camera. want with working out? And <laughs> right. she's on camera. That's right. But Luann, Ramona, and Sonia decide to work out with Garth. And it cuts to Sonia. She's like, oh, planks and shit? I hate planks and <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> like, I hate planks and shit too, but yeah. I know I have to do them. Uh, yeah. Um, I the love worst that. is a burpee. I think I, that is literally my, that maybe I can't, because I can't do a pull-up. I hate pull-ups, but oh, like a I burpee. I can't do pull-ups. Literally, I'll do three, and I'm like, "That's it." Like, okay, I'm all done. I burpees are number one, the the world's worst workout thing. I knit, I think they're the best for oh, you, but they true. fucking suck. Right, I threw yeah. up one time when oh. I did too many. <laughs> oh so. my god. Just saying. Now, it was discovered about a week later that I was pregnant with Stevie. Oh. So I blame it on that. Yeah, although I think okay. I still would probably vomit right. if I overdid myself. <laughs> yeah. with. It's all about that pop. Oh, my that God. pop up it's, when no, you're in the frog you got, position. Yeah, it's when you pop from the back to the front. You have to bring it back up again. It's like... Are you freaking kidding me? Like it's it's awful. it's a lot, and yeah. I also just like you alluded to, my upper body strength yeah. is bullshit. Oh, like yeah. in in elementary school and probably junior high, I could do pull ups like a mofo. Yeah, and I was just like, burr, burr, oh no, yeah. I just thought like this is so easy. Yeah, yeah so easy. Uh, I haven't done one in decades, oh. and I also hate push ups. They're yeah, so yeah, good for you, but I have such bad yeah. upper body strength that I struggle. Yeah. I'll do about five things drop to my knees. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, sometimes I just get it. real lazy and just hold a plank. Yeah. I'm just holding the plank. <laughs> yeah. Here living like, my best shaking, life. Like, yeah. <laughs> there goes my core. <laughs> I hate planks and shit. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, oh, so, and then Ebony, yeah, cuts to, to Ebony's glam squad, but they're wearing like oh, full agree, medical yeah. robes. That's what I was like, what are we, are we in a Wuhan lab? I like thought they were in the Wuhan lab for sure. They literally That's were, where the virus came yeah. from. <laughs> Ebony's glam. glam squad. But they're full PPE. They, they are. have the gown, the mask, the gloves, the, the slippers, ma- the, 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 the shield. Yeah. The, to put on mascara. It was the it, most I know. Odd I put the thing same thing. What did I? Ever. I did say I'm like, what are they like? Full house like, I said they're from that. Look like they're from the Wuhan lab. They do look like they're from the Wuhan, yeah. but they're even like moving around her body, do her makeup, almost like you when they're when you see these scientists yes. in the labs and they yes. wear the big suits yes. with the air in them, and they're like big rubber gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> test tubes and shit. Yeah. It was extremely odd, but yeah. I'm like, okay, I appreciate well, they if they want to overdo it. Right. Yeah, and um. And then Ramona tells Garth and the workout crew, I got a big date tonight. I'm going, I'm going to have oysters. And all I can think is don't do it. You're <laughs> yeah, going to shit yourself. Your IBS is going to flare. <laughs> don't do have it. You not learned to stay away from the fucking oysters, oysters Ramona. Right. You are going to shart all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then Luann says to Garth after the workout, oh, yeah, so the ladies and I got to go, the ladies and I got to go oyster shopping with the girls, uh, but I'd rather shuck you, bud. <laughs> shuck, shuck you. Ooh. I'm like, you horny-ass oh bitch, man. Oh, my God. I have never seen a hornier crew than the New no. York ladies. Oh, and it, like uh, Luann probably leads the pack. Yes. But they are like Sonia, second and third and Ramona, Ramona right behind. Leah, yeah. I mean, but Leah, you know, Leah's, no, but Leah's young got, and yeah, we're, yeah, But we're these okay ladies are just, uh-huh. in, they're like in their prime. Is right. there like you, you hit your stride as a woman sexually, what, yeah. like when you're in your 50s, I heard? What? That's what I heard. That must be with I heard you get therapy. like super horny. I don't really. Oh my God. Maybe because like we have more testosterone. I don't know. I really don't know, but I'm just going off what I see oh. on uh, Real Housewives of New York. And the bitches are what horny to as fuck. in the next decade. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Decades of being in heat. So fun. <laughs> wow. And then it seems like I'm like it's worse because like old folks homes, you know, they're having like those high rates of STDs. STDs. Like Sonia said. Oh Dude, my I just want to, I picture myself, I want to be knitting, oh. left alone. I don't know. I, 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 you're exact. That is my time that to be left like my the fuck alone. Before I go to don't heaven. look at me like yeah. an object anymore. Right. Let me knit. Let me, uh, play parquet or whatever. I don't know. Uh, checkers right. or whatever they do. Cards. Right. right. Uh, 10 penny. Yeah. <laughs> mean game of 10 penny. <laughs> and then Leah's just over it. And for some reason, she takes a vow of silence yeah. until 6 p.m. She <laughs> won't talk. She's so emotionally laid by. I love it. I love that she took a vow, a three hour vow of silence. Yeah. And they were just like, okay. They're like, like whatever, that, bitch. They, they, they yeah, paid they her no care mind. Less. They could yeah. care less. I know. And then, uh, Sonia brings up Tom. Okay. So now they're in the van on their way to the, the yeah, oyster the, shucking right. event or whatever. Right. Sonia brings up Tom, which is Luann's ex. And she's right. like, he was my guy first. And Luann's fucking pissed. Right. She's just like, he was just a fuck for you. I'm tired of your bullshit. He married me. And yeah. Luann just is like, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's right. And meanwhile, Ebony's over there. Like, Ooh, she yeah. is not liking the way that Luann is speaking to Sonia, basically right. like demanding meaning her and I don't know, slut shaming and just kind of like, yeah. just to me, making her feel like this, you were just a fuck. Right. He married me. Right. And it's, and that is bullshit. Like, totally. They had more than just, it was more than that. Right. Exactly. So, you know, Ebony says to Lou, she's like, I love you, Lou, but I'm going to tell you the truth. And I love Lou's like, oh, you're going to tell the truth about me. Be careful. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, Lou's okay. getting gangster. I know. And Ebony's like, bitch. Yeah, don't I'm going to still tell the right. truth. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared of you. Right. And Ebony basically says that. She's like, yeah, I'm going to, no, I'm still going to be truthful. And she says to, to Lou, she says, um, your words to Sonia are unacceptable. Like, you call her a one-night stand, small brain, only good for a fuck. And again, just like demeaning right. her good friend. And it's right. kind of bullshit. And also... Luann, you're going down a road with somebody who doesn't seem to be with their full wits about them. And I hate to say that, right. but just Sonia's just come off of an episode from oh, what I yeah, can tell. Right. You know, the, the, and they're the, all concerned for even Luann. So yes. she knows to not, she should not be. Be a little more gentle. Yeah. You know, now's not the time. And, um, and then, so the ladies go to the oyster. I called it an oyster thingy outdoors. Oyster thingy. <laughs> yeah. Oyster, oyster shucking. shucking. Um, Which again is like, go pitch your own apples. The last thing I want to do is shuck my own It looked so oysters. difficult. And all, look, it is. It's one of the most difficult things it to do. It is. And look, I, me and Steve both, we bond over seafood. Like, oh, yeah. We want to have a good night. We're like, let's go get some really yeah. good seafood. And we recently went to um, Malibu. Oh, um, you went to, um, not um, not Gladstone. Nobu. Nobu. We recently went to Nobu in Malibu uh, for Steve's birthday. And 
I ordered like the lobster, but it, but it comes, they take it all out for you. Oh yeah. Which is, thank you. Thank you. Because that's the one thing that keeps me from ordering it, even though I want it. I love crab legs, but yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like just, I don't want to have to like, yeah, you know, cracking crack and, like, and pulling it out. It's like yeah. too much work, dude. I just want right. to shove it in my face. Right. So and put it in the butter and then put it in my mouth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. With garlic. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's just this oyster thingy. And again, all I can think of is please Ramona, please don't shit everywhere. Please don't shit everywhere. You can do this. I yeah. hope, I hope she wasn't wearing white jeans. I, I can't remember. Yeah. No, they um, had, no, I, I didn't write this down, but they had, they all were wearing, I don't know if they went in and like harvested from the water, their own oysters, but they all had like the galoshes, like the, Oh, like the so yeah, fishing pants. I, I, they must've gone in the water to go get them. I get, this is just way too much yeah. for me. Oh, but did you see like, the, <laughs> you have to go, yeah, I know you, I don't know if you caught this part, but the cameraman kept showing Ramona trying to shuck her yeah. oyster <laughs> and it was just like this motion constantly. And it was like, yeah. go back to it every time. Try something so different, Ramona. Meanwhile, Lou ends like, this is easy. I could do this all day. This is easy, you know? It pops open. Yeah. Um, and then the vow of silence is over. So Leah can begin talking now. And yeah. of course, she immediately brings up Heather. Right. Holla. <laughs> uh, hey, mama. Yeah. Uh, she brings up Heather. And of course, um, you know, she's like, look, she's coming over tonight. She's, she's talking fired she, up. Yeah, yeah, getting everybody all fired up. Now the ladies are back at Ramona's and they are dressed uh, like it's an Audrey Hepburn It's a breakfast party. at Tiffany's. It was called, um, oh, I put the Tiff and Tiffany. Oh. That's what I think probably Ramona said. But yes. for Ramona, we see Ramona first and it's awful. She it, has like a nest of blonde uh, extensions like yes. woven into like a, a nest that's like on the back of her head. Pearls everywhere. It's a black dress. It's a whole, yeah. It's a whole, she said it's graceful. Yeah. She, what's, what's the word she keeps using, but it's like elegant. It's elegant. Elegant. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) She's having an elegant party versus Leah wanting to have the burning man party. I'm going to bring the elegance back. back. Oh God, you're bored. Get out of here. Get out of here, Ramona. Uh, you shit everywhere all over rugs. You're not elegant anymore. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, and Luann, um, so yeah, so Heather shows up mm-hmm. and it is super awkward. She oh, can totally. feel the silent treatment. Right. She can feel that the ladies are I feel a little bad bit for her because like we've been watching all day and for days now, like Leah getting everybody like, don't forget, you know, she said this about you and remember she said this and Heather's just coming in with her suitcase hi, like, hi, hi everybody. Mama. Oh, hi. Hey, mama. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like so nice. Right. Oh, you look so cute. This, is and that. As and like Ramona walks her down to the, the dungeon level. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh. Oh, I'm the on the lower, lower level. Yeah. Okay. And she says in her, con- so Heather gets a confessional, which is interesting because she's not like part of the cast, right. but they gave her a quick confessional and she's just like, oh, so I'm staying in the lower level. Like I can feel some stuff. coldness or something right. coming on. And then they're at the dinner table and Luann brings up Leah's podcast at the dinner table. And she can't wait. She was like, Oh, what do you do? You're a podcast. You have a podcast. Podcast. What's it about? A podcast. A podcast. Right. And meanwhile, Ramona's, uh, hoarding shots to herself in the kitchen and she's telling the chef or somebody who's helping. The guy that's helping. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. Don't make shots for these ladies. These ladies don't need shots. These are for me. I'm going to save this for later. (laughs) So she's literally hoarding shots, which I can appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and then Luann says to Heather, 
well, I've been on your podcast apparently. And uh, she's like, oh, you were? <laughs> and so then, of course, Leah comes in. And this is Leah's moment that right. she's, she's just like, for. yeah, she's like, Heather, you said Luann did hard drugs. And Heather's like, well, I didn't name Luann specifically. And, and then Heather brings up Carol Radziwill. And Luann cuts to Luann. She's like, bitch, anytime I see something about Carol, I swipe right. Radziwill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like. She hates Carol yeah. Radziwill. I love Who seeing knew? the Countess get turned oh, up. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but basically at the end of it all, Heather stands behind her statements. And it was kind of, in my opinion, like much ado about nothing. Yeah. You know, Leah really wanted to have a moment. And I really like Leah. But like I just, it it kind of fell flat. I don't think it was as big of a deal as she was making it. But I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, it was a good effort, Leah. Nice try. But Heather handled, handled herself well, too. She Which, was just kind of like, yeah, you know. Yeah, and you and I kind of talked about that. Heather's not a lay down. I mean, she no. will, and she's she's intelligent. So right. she can express herself very intelligently, and she's not afraid to be like, oh, and she even admitted that she goes, oh, yeah, I did say that. Yeah. They said <laughs> something, and she's like, oh, oh yeah, well, I did oh, say wait, that. Oh, wait, I put it on here, like that, uh, she, that Luann is like uh, not authentic. Authentic, basically. That's right. And you know what? Yeah. Luann's not always... No. She can be a little narcissistic and a little uh, fakey-fakey. So I totally get that. Um, And then the conversation at the dinner table, as it always does, uh, turns to dick and balls. Uh Anna (laughs) is eating ass. Eating ass. (laughs) And of course, Ramona's way too classy. Oh, yeah. This is just No, this elegant dinner party has to... I have to walk away. This is not elegant. Right. I have to go... Right. Ramona walks away. She is far too classy for this. And she said, well, I'm sorry. The conversation get a little crazy in there. I'm, I just, I can't be a part of it. I'm, I'm you know, I'm classier than that. And it's right. like, okay, bitch, shut yeah. up. And then, uh, Leah has the line. She says, look, if a guy doesn't eat your ass, he's not a real man. That's right. Yeah. And I, that's right. I didn't know that was a barometer. I yeah. thought if he can't hammer a, a nail into right. a board or if he can't start a lawnmower, he's right. not a man. I right. didn't know if you he's just, not eating not your ass. Your checkoff list? You know, it's going to be now. Yeah. It's going to be now. But in my fifties when I'm super horny. <laughs> yeah. Right? Only then. Just waiting Only, until I yeah, 50. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No need for it now. No, 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 no. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> uh, next time, the ladies paint a naked man. Yeah, I can't and, wait for them to see like how they're going to act. I can. Oh, my God. Right there's going to be a dick right in right, front of them. This right. is the New York ladies. I am already loving whatever conversation <laughs> comes out surrounding this dick and balls. Yeah. And then Ebony at the table says something like, look, I have more education, quite frankly, than anybody at this table. And Lou's like, don't you dare. Yeah. Don't Luan, come to my house and tell me that I'm uneducated or yes, something. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it's going to it's gonna it's turn gonna up. It's going to get heated. going to get heated. And now we are going to talk about the Beverly Hills Ladies, Season 11, Episode 2, Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah. So it leads into a scene with Erica and production is, I thought it was interesting because production's playing a version of It's Expensive Doobie. Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah. They have the rights to it, I guess. They do. But you know what? It's super shady because they are just trying to draw as much attention attention to Erica Erica and her flaunting her wealth and her music and everything. Here she is in her lavish closet. She still has... Uh, a stylist oh, or she still has an apartment in downtown LA that is just for closet. her clothes. Yes. So that's so crazy to it's me. It's crazy. And I, I've heard rumors that like the FBI, the investigators are watching her this season mm-hmm. and they are listening to everything she says. They are looking at the diamond necklace and the, this and the, that. So I don't know. Like it's, okay. it is interesting. Love it. Um, but she's getting styled for Lake Tahoe and showing off her flashy closet. Sutton shows up. Mm-hmm. 
to the downtown LA closet. Mm-hmm. And she tells her, she tells Erica a story about a helicopter pilot who lost his license for getting a knobber, a knobber <laughs> during yeah. flight. And she's like, I didn't know what a knobber was. And Erica's like, you got a blow job mid flight, you know, or something yeah, like that. Right. And she's like, I didn't know what it was. And I didn't really want to know. <laughs> right. Uh, and then it shows that Sutton bought a home for five million plus. Right. And I think she said something like she's going to build. Yes. On her own. Yes. Because she's divorced, obviously. Right. And she says something. So I don't know if she bought this beautiful five million that plus. That's a tear down. It's a tear down. Yeah. And honestly, that happens all the time in LA. No, I was going to say there's Just a, FYI, uh, there like, was like a TikTok I watched this morning where it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's some song like it's, it's expensive to me, me. And it's like what you think you're going to get for a million dollars in Los Angeles. And it shows like a mansion, a beach house or whatever. And it's, literally a house that is like red taped. You have to like oh, flip it. Falling it's, apart. Oh, two yeah. beds, one bath. No, on uh, Ray's foundation, yeah. like across from Rat the 405 freeway. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, and, and we're really not exaggerating. No, no, that's really what it is. That is what it is in right. certain parts, a lot of parts of LA for yeah. a, mil- a million bucks. For, oh, it's not, no, it that's is your starter a home. Full blown. Yeah. And not only is it a starter home, your kid, it's not livable yet. Right. For no, your you kids have to, that's at that just point. for the land. Basically. That is exactly yeah. right. Yes. So it's crazy. So she bought a five million plus dollar, you know, mansion and she's tearing it down. Right. She's going to build. Go Sutton. Um, and then Kyle and Garcelle meet for the first mm-hmm. time since Garcelle unfollowed Kyle on Instagram. Instagram and they had the fight during the last reunion. And Garcelle brings up Kyle's accusation regarding her not making that payment to the charity that she had promised during during the auction. And Garcelle says, Kyle, would you have said that to one of the other white women? And Kyle's mouth drops. It cuts to a commercial. They come back. And and I really love that Garcelle elegantly explained to Kyle, uh, but succinctly like, Hey, look, there are stereotypes for black women that we don't pay our rent. We don't pay our bills. We don't tip. We don't tip. So that comment for, for you accusing me of not paying it cut on national television. Yes. Yes. And I understood her in that moment. I was like, she privately say, Hey, like what's, you know, or send her like an, like it did not have to be on the reunion as something she was getting mad at her for and acute. So I completely understand where Garcelle is coming from and why that would have hurt her so much. I and do too. And those stereotypes she should have a problem do with exist. It. And yeah, Garcelle's oh, totally. like, you don't understand it because you've never had to feel that right. before, but it right. cut me deep. Right. And the thing is, yes, I understand Kyle, like in a reunion, like when you're defending yourself, you tend to go below the belt. Like, look, you're going to say this, this about me. Well, I'm going to go low and I'm going to say this about you. Right. That's what Kyle was doing with Garcelle. But obviously Garcelle was like, whoa, this is too much. And to Kyle's credit, she took it. She received it. She said, thank you. Um, I, I was not aware, but now I am. And I appreciate you sharing that with me. So it went very well. It did. And, and Kyle did not take it, um, personal as so many, I think white people do yeah. when a person of color will confront them and say, Hey, look, this is what we go through. Well, we see Sutton kind of get a, a little, girl. Yeah. Sutton's going to take it very personal. Yeah. And there's been some talk on social media, like, Ugh, Sutton, I know. not a good look. <laughs> yeah. No. So they squash their beef and Garcelle and Kyle are good now, probably yeah. not besties, but they're good. Right. And then, um, okay. So it cuts to crystal. So we get to know crystal a little more in yes. this episode. And she's, you know, she's at her house. It's a 9,000 square foot house. Yeah. She goes, which is considered small. Considered small. She goes, 
look, I have a relatively small staff for the amount of square footage that I have. And it, you know, says on there, she's got a 9,000 square foot home and, uh, she's only got like one housekeeper and, and her, right. I don't know. Right. So I was like, okay, rich people problems. Right. Um, but she says, Crystal says she loves being organized. She has a color coordinated calendar for her family. I can relate. Like, you do that? Oh, I have a color coordinated, not family calendar. Only I would not for the family because Steve does not want to use Google calendar. That's he's a paper okay. dude. Steve is he's, a no, 40, he's very much yeah, an old 43 yeah. year old living in an 82 year old's mm-hmm. mind because that's just how he operates. Like dude is, is super old school, but for our work calendar, for our team at Lawn Kings and Titan Turf, like I do have a color coordinated Google calendar and I've taught the team like, Hey, I'm not trying to be nitpicky and and all this, but it really helps my mind stay organized if we can have a certain color for things. So it's like, if we have a project scheduled, those are blue. If they have vacation, it's violet. V for vacation, violet. Yeah. I tried okay. to do it that That's way. That's a whole other girl, like, level. I That's know. great. So when Crystal said that, I was like, girl, I get uh, yeah, you. So I get you. To you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love people who can do it. I just bought like the biggest, um, it's the size of like a piece of paper. Like it's this big, like a whole giant book of yeah. a calendar yeah. that's supposed to organize your life. I wrote on it for one week, almost a month ago. Yeah. And it Gave sits up. in my bag. I take it everywhere with me. Oh yeah. But I don't use it. I know. And if it's paper, I tried that once too. I am very, yeah, my you're phone. Very, I know. It so I do my phone to too, but it's hard to see. So do you use Google calendar on your phone? I do. Oh, cause I just use the Apple or the iPhone well, I calendar. Both. Oh, and I don't so, like the way it looks. I, okay. So I don't like the Google calendar as much as the one oh. that just comes on your, your okay. iPhone, but I've learned to use it and it's, Really good because my team, we can all be on there, and if I make a change, they'll see. Yeah, it. they it's make like a live, change. right? I use the the calendar on my iPhone for just personal, like if I have a hair appointment, yeah. this, this, and this. But Google Calendar is all about work. Everything work related goes on the Google Calendar, and it it helps me out yeah. a lot. So then Crystal introduces us to. Presidente, which yeah. is her housekeeper. Who and, like, runs the house. Yeah. Her name's Lucy, but she yeah. calls her Presidente because she's like, look, she's the boss of the house. And Lucy gives me total Zoila vibes. Oh, totally. She talks shit to Crystal. <laughs> yeah. She's telling oh, Crystal's I brother. I haven't thought about her in a long time. I know. Time. I love her Jeff so Lewis. much. Yes. Um, but she literally, Lucy, who's the housekeeper, yeah. is shouting over to Crystal's brother who's visiting from China right. uh, because of the pandemic. He's uh-huh. staying with them for months at a time. And she's like, can you go change the laundry? Just put it on warm or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, she really is Presidente. Oh, yeah. And um, speaking of Crystal's brother, I guess he, so Crystal says he's a pop star in China. Right. But in, L- in LA, he's just her man. Hey, oh, yeah. No one knows. No one knows him, and right. she is using him as my. And you know, honestly, if my sister was in town that long, I would yeah. try to use her. Oh, totally. With my kids too. Yeah. And he was like barking at the kids, and he was like, yeah. get, him, "Get him in the car," and he had to go take him somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. He was really doing it. I loved it. Her her brother's very good looking, like she is too. Yes. I just made a note about that. Yeah. Um. And then something else I could relate to is that the the ladies are getting ready for the Tahoe trip, and. Kyle literally brought a full blown Nespresso machine yeah. to the Tahoe trip so she can make, you know, espressos right. for the ladies in the morning. And I get slight anxiety, not anxiety, but like I always want to know what the coffee situation is yeah. for anywhere. God I go. forbid it's like the little one that you just have to push on and off and it's the, uh, um, 
the little satchel of coffee that no. you put in there. Yeah, no, you need like the fresh ground. Fill That's it right. To the top. Yep. And I need to know I have coffee at my fingertips. Right. Right when my feet hit the floor when I wake <laughs> I up wake at six a.m. Yeah. yeah. So it's like anywhere I go. Where was it recently? Oh. I went to my uncle's house yeah. in Lake Havasu with right. my cousin, me and, you know, we went on a little yeah. family vacay and I literally texted my cousin and said, what's the coffee sitch? Do <laughs> yeah. I need to Do bring I a machine? Bring my, Do I yeah. need, you know, whatever. And she told me and I was like, okay, we're good. Okay, good yeah. enough, I guess. Gotta have my coffee. Yeah. Uh, and then Kathy, we learn, has never been on a girl's trip before. I She seems... Very sheltered. Very sheltered. Like, she's like, I only go and do things with my husband. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, that sounds fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I, I love my husband to death. Yeah. We do everything together. Yeah. But I, but I will break away uh, every now and then. Yeah. I need my girls. Yeah. And even yeah. Kyle's like, how is whatever his, her husband's name is? How is he doing with you being right. away? Oh my I mean, my God, you have grown children. Like, He'll be fine. Yeah. He's fine. Okay. Like, I just... I could never be in that kind of a relationship. No. If it works for them, great. great. It sounds super codependent, but like, I want to miss my husband. You and I have talked yes. about this before. I want to miss him and I want to go tear it up with my girls or even just sit on a couch and have girl conversation without male energy. Yes. Every now and then. Yeah. It's nice. So sorry. Everybody right. needs that. So I'm really glad that Kathy's breaking out of her shell, but I love when she sits down in the airport and she's like, so Rinna, are there any little, uh, sweet treat? Are there any little treats to eat? <laughs> She's already, she wants to know what the treat situation right. is in Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's very quirky, Kathy. She is. is. Like, and she, like, uh, the part where she's getting her room ready, she, like, kind of orders Kyle around like a little sister. But she I does. love it, though. I Because I feel like I would not, I wouldn't order my sister around, but you feel so comfortable to do that with oh, your sibling. Oh, yeah, it's her little sister. But she, like, has her, like, she's like, can you fix that fan? I don't know why that fan's not working. She's like, well, I plugged Just it in. I mean, the outlet, yeah. You know, Kyle's like, I do not know how she gets by yeah. in life. Yeah. And I love when they're sitting on the couch and Kathy basically is like, my little sister needs to go get me a new phone tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kyle, you need to do this. Yeah. And again, I love the sister energy. Yeah. I can totally, cause like I'm, yeah, you're like that. You're yes. very close with your sister. And yes. it's like, if you can't be close with your sister and bark orders who can, around, who I know. Could you? She's the only one. I have to say this just since we're talking about sisters for like my birthday, I want to do like a Korean spa. I don't know if you've heard about what a oh Korean gosh, spa is. Oh my gosh, no, but that sounds intriguing. Okay. There's a one called the Olympic spa in LA. And I've heard really good things about it. It's cheap. It's dirt cheap. Oh, and it's I'm like in. a two and a half hour, like where they like scrub you. They scrub with like, you know, um, like, like exfoliate. Exfoliate. Oh, you. that sounds amazing. Like your scalp, your hair. I heard even your butthole. So I was oh. like, Oh. Oh, but the, the catch is you have to be naked the whole time. When you walk in, you put your shoes in one locker, then you enter another room and you have to put your clothes in another locker yeah. and you are, they're given a robe, but you're expected to be naked and clean. You're like showering in between. So the, my, my point of the story is <laughs> it was an adventure, I have to say, and we did it, but it was like, I could only do this with my sister. Oh, like where absolutely. I had to be completely naked yeah. the whole time in your land. You walk in and there's just naked Very women vulnerable. of every size, color, shape, wow. you name it. It was cool. I was awesome. What an like, experience. Yeah, you go into like a salt room and then yeah. you can go into like a jade, heated jade floor room. And then you get scrubbed on these, like, they look like morgue tables, like so something that you get involved. No. So that was, the, I on, my sister so had like the same feeling. They're going to tickle your sphincter and you're going to shit like remote. <laughs> But I'm thinking, like, why do they have to go all the way up yeah. to the I mean, sphincter? I can use wet wipes. So when they, she was, I was on my stomach, and they were like doing my legs, and she's like, her, like aggressively, like rubbing my leg and rubbing my thigh. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's okay. getting close. Here it is. Oh my God. Here it is. And it's getting to the crack. 
she didn't go into oh, there. Okay. So I, I was you. like, you know, people okay. exaggerate. But yeah. what's funny is my sister was like three morgue tables down. <laughs> You're on a metal table. I'm not joking because I have to hose you down. She was like three metal tables down and she had the exact same like, here it comes. Here she's going here. in the like, so I'm, I'm yeah. literally squeezing yeah. my ass. I'm like, <laughs> do not enter. No. Don't do it. Don't, don't do scrub it. scrub it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they don't scrub your butthole. But okay. But anyway, it was amazing. But yeah, my sister, like, I love my, my sister so much. We're so close. She's the only person I will be like that naked with and walk around with other naked women I don't know. Yeah. But my sister was like my wingman. Oh, yeah. You're like so lucky <laughs> yeah. to have yeah. that too. Um, so Erica shows up at the airport in a, an orange jumpsuit, which I thought was sort of, uh, ironic yeah. that given her oh, legal, she doesn't, current yeah, she legal doesn't, sit, right. I don't know if she's going to, to prison or not, but she's wearing an orange she's jumpsuit. Foreshadowing so foresh- something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was very worried for her <laughs> yeah. in that moment. I was like, Ooh. Oh. Uh, and then they're on the plane and it's a small plane, yeah. private plane. And Garcelle hates small planes. I know. I felt her anxiety. I did too. It's, it is it is scary. It is scary. You just when you're flying, you feel out of control, yeah. and a small plane just feels. Have you the been bumps. on a small plane? I have. It's like really scary. No, I, I've is. been on one where they had to weigh me and weigh my luggage. Yes. And it felt like I was in a, a flying car. Yes. Even like one of the women, there was only six seats, and the woman behind me was like, "I'm I I'm on oxygen. Like I can't go too high." So the pilot's like, "Oh, no problem. We'll we'll just cruise at this altitude." I'm like, "Amal, is that is safe? That okay? oh, like, no. can we do that?" No, I know. It's like, crazy. yeah, it, it is. It is a whole different experience than a larger plane. Um, but they do wait. The, and isn't that what happened to um, Aaliyah's plane? Yes. There was they overloaded yes. it, and that's yes. so and it took scary. It and it yes. took the plane down. So I totally understood Garcelle, yeah. and I have been afraid on a plane before too. I'm a pretty good traveler. I don't love it. I would rather be on land because right. I, I feel more in control, even though it seems probably safer up in the sky. Uh-huh. I always psych myself out if there's turbulence or whatever, and I always say, "Look." Celebrities yeah. jet set yes. every week, yeah. every month, every they've taken hundreds of flights and they've survived. Right. So yeah, statistically it's in your favor and nothing's gonna happen, but you never know. Uh yeah, it's scary. So they get to the Tahoe house, it's got seventeen bedrooms. I mean, what theater. the hell? It's on five acres of land. I think I have all the stats too. Yeah, I was gonna look it up so you and I can take a girls' trip there. Yeah. No bigs. Yeah. No bigs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, seventeen bedrooms, eighteen bathrooms, it's on five acres of land. Yeah. It's got like a movie theater and everything. Yeah. And right away Sutton like, we have to bring our own bags down. And yeah. Garcelle's like, I don't roll like that. I mean, these ladies are making a real fuss. At least it's like, it's, it's COVID. Like I, you can't, I can't, can't hire a help. butler. Yeah, that's right. That's at least it's like, look, it's COVID. I can't get you any help. Lady. Shut the fuck up. Like down, really? A couple steps. Yeah. God, these Surprise ladies didn't have an elevator. I, I know, know, honestly, cause that, that was a really big house. Yeah. Uh, and Kathy has to have a fan to sleep and right. she can't plug it in. Like you said, which I, I, I prefer to have a fan. Even in the winter in our bedroom, I have our ceiling fan going on low. I, I love oh, I have circulating, circulating air. air. Oh, my yeah. God. I actually can't sleep if there is none. No. It could be like freezing cold. Like, and, like I still have to me. have it. She's like, this is so cold. I'm like, I know, but mommy, it's like, gotta put, do pull it. the blankets up. We'll put another blanket yeah, on. Yeah, you can always yeah. put more blankets yeah. on. I'm the same way. I like to turn the AC down a couple notches yeah. when I go to bed, and I just want to get warm under my blankets. I need that chill. Yeah. I need to be able to like kick Cuddle a leg up. out of the blanket yes. if I get hot and like it feels 
chili. Yes. And I don't know. It's yep. a whole thing. Yep. Um, and then Sutton gives the ladies a gift because she's very, you know, good about giving gifts. And it's a monogram flask. Woman. Good Southern woman. Mm-hmm. And Crystal's like, yeah, I've never used a flask. I'm yeah. all, bitch, I'm sorry. Like, I've used a <laughs> yeah. flask. Yeah. Me and uh, Steve's cousin, we have this trip to Lake Tahoe coming up. And we're like, I don't know if we can treat it's Mind you, it's a one-hour flight, Jesse. Oh, my God. We had a whole conversation at Drew's grad party. We're like, look, they're not going to be serving drinks on the plane because things have changed. So here's how we're going to do it. We're like, you can't bring water Pat, you know, yeah. past security. So once we go through security, but once we go through security, I could go get one of those little shot, a couple of those tequila shots. I could pour it in a water bottle, and I could. Da, 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 da. And she's like, Jamie, you realize like we're talking about a one-hour flight. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, but still, <laughs> like master plan. Yeah. This is part of my vacation yeah. is getting a drink on the plane. Yeah, that's and how I it look forward it to starts it. that way. So anyway, so then the ladies play two truths and a lie. Yeah. And Erica says these were they, these were her two truths and a lie. She okay. says, "I wore I wore a wire as part of a government case. I'm adopted, and I worked for the mafia." Okay, so now it's like okay, all of them are totally bizarre. They're crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. So which one? Which one? And basically, they're like, "Well, we know you're not adopted, so the other two are true." And she's like, "Well, actually." She- she says she is adopted right. because her stepdad, stepdad adopted her. She still had her biological right. mom. So technically she like, okay, was adopted. Touche. Okay. Yeah. But then she says she wouldn't reveal what the, what other, the other truth was and said, I'll have to tell you privately. Yeah. It's just, she's very guarded as one of the ladies yeah. say, which is a good word for uh-huh. it. It's like, no, Erica, no, this is the whole point. we're here to share, right. so you know, is the lie. but it's kind of interesting. It's like, okay, so then... Did you work for the mafia or did you wear a wire as part of a government case? I don't. I'm pretty sure she wore a wire. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and then Garcelle takes the opportunity to go into Rena's room and talk to her again because basically like it, it's not over between them. She has so been out of shape about Rena being such a shitty friend to Denise. Yeah. And at one point, Garcelle says to Rena, she says, you were a shitty friend to Denise and you're a shitty friend to me. And then when Garcelle asks Rena, how do I know you're not going to come after me in the same way if this situation comes up? Right. And Rena goes, I can't promise you that. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, why? What? Dad, why? Can you like not you evolve? Yeah, you can't promise that you're not yeah. going to come after your friend. And Garcelle's like, what? I can promise you that. Right. So, and then, you know, Rena. Yes, she's entertaining. I would never want her as a friend. She's too calculated calculated, and she's fake at the end. She's like, okay, you do that. Like it just, the way she talks is just was kind of like condescending. I mean, she's the one that did like the commercial for Depends or whatever. Like she'll do whatever she's got to do. And this is like a moneymaker for her. And I think she needs the, she doesn't, she's hustling on it on the ground. Doing her dance moves with her hips um, popping out. Yeah. Yeah, She's very, and I think she's loving that her daughter is dating Scott Disick because that Mm -hmm. keeps her relevant. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, but, um, so then, oh, okay. So then it cuts to Kyle and Crystal and Sutton. They're talking at the bar, kind of. They're yeah. staying a little, staying up a little late at night. Crystal bring at some point brings up racial stereotypes, and she says, you know, as a she starts it off by saying, well, as a person who isn't white, mm-hmm. and she starts talking about stereotypes. And mid sentence, Sutton just gets pissed, and she's like, I am not going to do this. Right. I am not going to do this racial stereotypes. And then Crystal's like, and I don't know why she got. It seemed off for her to get worked up in that moment. It didn't, yeah, yeah, for Sutton, because it didn't seem like Crystal 
was taking a dig necessarily at Sutton. She was just having a conversation and talking about the stereotypes. And then Sutton just totally takes it very personal, as you and I talked about earlier. And Crystal at one point looks at her and says, oh, uh, are you one of those girls who says you don't see color? Tell me you're one of those girls. Tell me you're not one of those girls. And it's just, and Sutton's just like, her jaw is dropping, you know, and then it, it just cuts to the next time. And Garcelle says, so the next episode, in the next episode, Garcelle says in front of Kathy Hilton, she says, Paris Hilton used to drive me nuts. She was <laughs> always on the phone. So I guess Paris Hilton was a guest on a show right. that Sutton was, was hosting or something. And I mean, I can see that, yeah. you know, and I think everybody knows that. Right. Uh, and then Sutton and Crystal continue to have their issues and the ladies are pounding, pounding martinis. martinis. I know. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. It's like, look, I can pound a drink, but I, I don't want to pound wine or martinis. No. No. So, like, that doesn't right. sound fun. So, okay. We are at the reunion part two, the Jersey ladies season 11. This is the final part to the reunion. And I have to be honest, leading into this, I didn't even want to watch it. I know. I I didn't care. I didn't care. And I despise Jennifer so much. I really dislike her. I really dislike her. And I didn't want to hear what she had to say because she's just such an a-hole. And I just... Anyway, but I knew I had to watch it so I we know. could talk about it. But uh, Jackie says to Jennifer toward the beginning, she says, look, you say very irresponsible things to keep things going. And there's rumors out there about you too. And karma's a bitch. So be careful. You know? And I'm like, ooh, what are these rumors? What are they? Yeah. And uh, Andy asks Jennifer about, you know, being drunk. Uh, do your kids see you that way? And she, at right. first she says no. And they're like, well, this is a TV show. Do have they watched the show? Jennifer's like, well, yeah, they've seen me drunk on TV. They think it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no, not really. And, uh, Jackie, so Andy says at some point, like, Jackie, you used to work, I don't know, in corporate or in an office job. Uh, did you ever experience sexual harassment? She goes, yeah, I did. She goes, I had bosses who would come and rub my shoulders and I didn't want it. Right. But I didn't say anything because I didn't want to get fired. Right. And Tree, uh, I'm sick of her too. Yes. She goes, you let them. And it's just, she's such a victim shamer. Yes. Like as if, a woman allows you let them do that to you. No, you have never been in that situation because you've never held down a real job exactly. I was gonna and say, worked she's in a never man's had world. A, yeah, she's never even been like in the corporate world or even and probably had a job really. Yeah, and, and so so Andy pushes her, and Andy's like, "Tree, it's not a sign of weakness." And Tree's like, "Well, I'm just saying, I would never let it happen to me, bitch." You, yeah. meanwhile, were married to the world's biggest a hole who Total. treated you like oh, shit, my God. probably yes. cheated no on you, called you a bitch yes. ass wife, right? Uh, but and you and, and you allowed him, in your words, you allowed him to let you go to prison, right. like, oh, but you're just so big, bad, and tough, you would never, never let a man rub you that. on the shoulders. Right. Well, look who you were married to, exactly. Such a hypocrite. She really is, and they do show they they flash back to so many things that show her hypocrisy, basically, absolutely. She, she she just says what's convenient hypocrite. for her at that time to she make does. that. But that's she but she's think not it through. She's not smart. She's not smart. And I really think she doesn't even have the capacity to go back through the files of her mind and no. be like, "Oh, I'm going to contradict I myself right now." Say no, this she right just says now. it without even thinking. Yeah. So then, at one point, Jennifer says to Marge in a loud voice, "She's like, you were easy. We get it. Like, bitch. She's totally yeah. oh gaslight. continuing yeah. to gaslight and slut shame Marge and the ladies on this side. You know, Marge yeah. and 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 Melissa. They're just like, oh my, are you serious right, right now? Right. Stop slut shaming. You know, she's just Jennifer being an asshole. Yeah. And Jennifer says to Marge, look, I didn't want to have to call you slutty. 
She takes no accountability. Right. I, I didn't want to, to have to yeah. call you slutty right. on Twitter as if she did not have a choice. Yeah. It's like, ugh, oh these God. words are coming. Her and Teresa are so ignorant. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then at one point, I think Andy probably brings up, uh, or somebody, Jennifer accuses Marge of kind of being mean to Teresa and insinuating that she's stupid. And Marge says, no, look, about Teresa. She says, look, she plays stupid, so we're going to respond. Right. And it's true. I'm sorry, Teresa... There's going to be a response. And yes. look, yes, calling somebody directly like you're stupid, that is mean. But I'm sorry, like, call it what it is. Teresa does act stupid. Yes, she does. She, whether she's playing the role right. or not, right. and Marge is going to have a response. Right. You know, that just is what it is. And then Andy says to Dolores, of course, super shady. He's like, look, do you think David doesn't want to get married to anyone or he doesn't want to get married to you? Right. And Dolores shoots him a look and yeah. she stays quiet for a moment and she's like anyone yeah like basically he doesn't want to get married to anyone right. and um andy asks teresa if joe judice ever came clean about cheating and teresa says no and then she says i'm god i hate how she fucking calls it a peepee scott stop calling a man's dick a peepee i just i hate it uh teresa's like uh she goes look if he sticks his pee-pee in someone else, he ain't sticking it in me. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just... Oh, God. It's so true. It's so on brand it, for it Teresa. Really is, yeah. And then Jennifer cuts in and she's like, well, look, Marge said he was cheating and, and that Teresa caught him. And it flashes back to a previous scene when Tree said she actually did think. She goes, yeah, I do. I do now think that Thanks. he cheated right. on me. Right. And then, but she kind of flip flops when it cuts back to the yeah, reunion. Exactly. Well, I don't right. know if he did. Everybody knows I know. he did. I, Teresa, just, yeah. he cheated on you, right? right? It's like, seems so plain and obvious, but right. whatever. And then, um, Andy talks about how, uh, Joe Giudice was spending time in the Bahamas. His girls came to visit. And at some point, Teresa and Louie, her new boyfriend, met with Joe in the right, Bahamas. And so that's the first time that Joe Giudice and Louie met. And they had dinner and it seemed to go well. Although Joe Judice posted and just said like, look, it was awkward seeing my ex-wife with another man. And Teresa starts to get emotional because it hurts her heart that to he know that, hurt. yeah, to know that he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of interesting, but yeah. th this was kind of odd. So Andy asked Teresa if Louie has watched the series. Oh, she admits that Louie started from the beginning yeah, and, and binged everything. the entire, all the seasons yeah. of Real Housewives including of New Jersey. The current including the And I'm just like... That's a red flag. That me. is a huge red flag. Like, almost like he was... He, he's calculated. Yeah. He wants, he wants to, to be on... I think he's positioning himself to be on the show. I think so, too. I really do. Oh. I think that that's a big, you know, um, motivating factor. I do, too. So that was, that was just very weird to yeah. me. And then they start talking about the cheating rumor that Teresa started against Evan. And Tree's like, look, I think I redeemed myself this season, you know, regarding the Evan rumor. And yeah. Jackie's like, you really, Teresa, you really think you redeemed yourself? Right. And she kind of starts calling her out again. And then Teresa at some point says, look, for me to say sorry, it's a big deal. <laughs> and I could not have rolled my eyes yeah. further into the back of my head because like, oh, thank you. Yes. yes. So much Teresa for, like, for blessing us. Yes, with that apology. That it's like, was, oh, yeah. for you to say sorry, it's a big deal. Yeah. Get over yourself. And then the husbands come out. Andy says to Joe, is it Benino, Benigno? Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Marge's husband, Joe uh -huh. B. He says, look, did you hear the cheating rumor in town? 
And then Marge cuts in. She's like, look, it, all it was, it was a bad game of telephone. And I believe that. Yeah, totally. I really do believe he yeah. did not hear the rumor in town. I think he heard the ladies cackling yes. about it, you right. know, uh, because she always has the women over at their house and they were talking about it after the fact, after it had already come out. Happened, and I yeah. just, I, whatever, it was a bad game of telephone. And I, I, I believe that. Then Andy brings up the Jackie and Teresa rumor drama again. And he says, um, oh, someone sends in a question and Andy reads it. He's Uh like, okay, Teresa, we have a question for you. Somebody's asking, uh, you know, about Teresa going ballistic when Kim D accused her husband, Joe Judice of cheating on her. And Teresa went ballistic. Yeah. She fucking threw a chair and wanted to pull her hair from behind. And he was like, remember you threw a chair. Yeah. And Teresa's like, well, I didn't go ballistic. Yeah. And then it cuts to the scene. She throws (laughs) a chair and says, I just want to grab your hair from behind. Yeah. And it's like, she didn't like it very much when somebody accused her husband. This is again, she's contradicting herself. And then she calls Kim D a sewer rat. Oh, she calls her a sewer rat. Exactly. And, um, and then Teresa says to Jackie, because Jackie, they bring up the jail comment. Somebody brings it up. And Teresa says to Jackie, why do you always have to keep bringing up the jail thing? And Teresa's like, like Andy said, I went to jail for something Joe did. And it's like, no accountability. Oh, she yeah. loves right. that narrative. Oh, and everybody that is her narrative. That is her narrative. And everybody helps her paint that too. Because yes. everybody kind of says, look, you went to jail prison because of your husband. Yeah, No, you are a grown adult. And yes, I think he is more ultimately responsible. Yes. But you signed things. And obviously this thing went through trial. Evidence was presented. A judge heard the case and they found you. Still thought you needed to go to jail Based (laughs) on the evidence. So it's not just like, oh, you were married to him and by default you're guilty. And it's one little like, oh, you're signing this, but you're really, but she was really signing something else. There's more involvement for you to go to federal prison for an amount of time. Sounds like you had several come ups financially because you signed your name to shit you shouldn't have signed your name to. But of course she's like, I went to jail for something Joe did. She's totally pushing the blame elsewhere. And I appreciated Jackie in this moment. She gets really loud and angry and she says, Teresa, when you come at me with the comment about only hanging out with confident women, insinuating that I'm not confident, fuck yeah, I'm going to bring that jail thing yeah. up. And you know what? I abs- Teresa is, yeah. is so – she's such an asshole and she says shit that's below the belt and everybody's supposed to be intimidated by right. her. I could totally see myself using that jail card over, over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. and over. You want to keep coming for, right. for me, Teresa? Sorry, bringing up but a jail But just think comment. if it was flipped. If someone, one of the other ladies had it, let's say Jackie. Absolutely. It, Teresa would use it is she would whip that thing at her, that tool out of her she belt sure like so fast. Like she would. So that's, it's just, she has, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she, she can got dish so it. Bad, yeah. She can never she take can it. not take right. it. And I, in this reunion, I have to say Jackie really checked Teresa. She did. Oh, she did. Yeah. She, she does. has throughout the season. And to the point that Teresa says, it'll never happen again. And I know it was very hard for her to right. utter those words out of her mouth, but she said it. And to me, in my mind, that's, that's Jackie a checking true. Yep. So I got to give it up for Jackie that she is the only one who has been able to do that and hold Teresa's ass to the fire and get her to kind of back down a little bit. And then Andy asks Joe Gorga, he's like, look, are you ready to admit like, or he's something like, look, can you admit that your sister was in the wrong for spreading that rumor? And Joe's shifting in his seat. He didn't know what to Super say. uncomfortable because he knows how his sister gets when he right. goes against the family. I'm so sick of hearing that. Right. Uh, but he admit, he admits, he says, yes. Like, yes was, or no, Joe? Like, yes, yes or no? <laughs> say it, dude. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 
She was wrong. Yeah. And of course she was wrong. Right. And then, Oh, who's that? Oh, that's true. Um, and Jackie says, Oh, and then Jackie at some point says to Teresa, look, there's a lot of rumors out there about someone you love. She's referring to Louie. So you should understand how it feels. And actually that is very true. Right. Louie is not being painted in the best light on social media. No. Now that he's been introduced on the show, some got some exes that yes. are saying super narcissist yes. and that there's some things that are not so good about they him. They bring it, they bring it up in the show. They do. They like, or in this reunion about like how she, they're like, well, I guess you've met your match because she has to have sex multiple times a day and he, <sighs> can't get enough according to one of his exes so yeah. it's like she's like oh i love it i yeah, met oh, my great. match i'm like mm, not so it yeah. sounds unhealthy Healthy, right but okay uh and then Teresa finally says at the end uh she's like look i might extend another olive branch uh evan and louie can play golf together she says lily does like to play golf you know she's trying to extend an olive branch to evan like look maybe we yeah. could get together you guys can play around a golf and Evan is so classy. He's so, so yes. classy. Amazing. And he walks over to Teresa. He kisses her on the cheek. He hugs her and he says, thank you. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. Thank you. Like, yes. thank you for apologizing and ex- extending the olive branch. He just wants it to be over. Yeah. And so he's just like so freaking classy. I really love yeah, Evan. He did a good job. And then the guys leave the set and he's like, hey, they're like, yeah, you want to do a shot? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Let's hey. do a shot. And of course, it's always about shots <laughs> with the guys. And then Louie comes out and surprises Teresa. With her pineapple juice. Please never mention pineapple or pineapple flake juice again. I I don't want to hear about her juicy vagina (laughs) ever. It gets disgusting. Today, uh, Mila's like, can I have pineapple? And that's all I can think about. I'm like, God, she's like ruined it for me. She did. It was way too much. And so Louie comes out wearing a purple shirt and a purple jacket, as one does. Lips blown up. Lips blown up. (laughs) That Botox Uh popping. And they... Cheers with their pineapple juice, and that's it. That's it. That's like, it. Call it a wrap. And call it I a wrap. think we found out that the whole cast is returning next. Oh, season. have we? Okay, I didn't. Know I that. think so. I think it was on um, the the Real Houses of New Jersey obsessed Instagram. I think okay. he posted that we're good. It's everybody's back, which I was secretly sad that Jennifer was. I was too. Not I, secretly, I, outwardly. No, sad. outwardly, I would love to see Jennifer go. And um, actually, this one's yours. But oh. the thing is. Well, are they going to have anybody new? Do you know that? I don't know. No, okay. I didn't say. I mean, and who knows? It could have just been like a, I thought they were only already getting ready to like film or something. Yeah. I don't know. I have to look at his page again. Yeah, but I do it's love that account. a lot of information coming out of the account. That is yeah. a lot, lot of information yeah. coming out of the account. It's hard to keep up. All right, Jesse, let's wrap this up. I can hear our kids getting wild in the background. Yeah, there's a lot of noise going on. There's a lot of noise as always. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Also, don't forget to check out my true crime podcast. It's called Murderish and it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. So hit subscribe to wherever you're listening now. Hit subscribe actually to Judgy and Juryish wherever you're listening now so you don't miss any new episodes. I'm so proud of you. You said Judgy and Juryish so well. Thank you. I'm getting better. Real tongue twister. Yeah, it is. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Judgy Juryish and join our Facebook group. We have a lot of fun in there. Just search Judgy and Juryish podcast on Facebook and you'll find it. And leave us a five-star rating and review in your favorite podcast app. But make it nice because we don't want to have to check you, boo. And remember to fix your face and stay looking hot because you don't want to end up with a crappy mugshot. Bye. Bye.